You're now live with New Hope Leadership Academy, home of the gladiators. Yeah. All right. And we are now here with DeMarcus Simon, one of the young up-and-coming minority coaches here in South Carolina, who has who has been recently named the head football coach at Great Falls High School in Great Falls, South Carolina. We would like to welcome, uh, welcome you to our podcast. Before we get started, Coach, tell us a little about yourself and give us a little background, you know, of your coaching and playing career. Well, first of all, thanks, Coach. Uh, I appreciate you uh, inviting me on the show. Well, this story starts back around 2002, right here in South Carolina. I played uh, quarterback at Ridgeview High School. And I uh, I played there for about two years. I had I just recently moved out here from New York. I played quarterback. Uh, I was a north-south guy, so I did pretty good for two years of uh, high school football in South Carolina. Um, after after high school, I stayed right here in uh, Benedict College here in Columbia, where also I played some quarterback. But I also dabbled in, in some, some DB things, too, you know. got to play some uh, – side of the ball but um after that um after graduating uh, uh i got into coaching at uh keaton high school i was around 2010 and i uh i coached quarterbacks that was my first gig i ever got from uh coach mitch moulton he, he let me he let me get the quarterbacks as a young guy so that was a yep. big opportunity for a young guy and i think um, old mitch moulton over in uh spring valley now i think he's serving as a maybe a Defensive coach and the strength coordinator. So yeah, we were familiar with old Mitch Moe. Yeah, that was that was one of my early early mentors. So uh, yeah, so um, I, I I coached with him for two years, and as a matter of fact, he told me if if you ever want to be taken serious at, at this coaching thing, you should get certified. And right then, I, I wasn't certified at that time. I was like, well, I guess I, I, I like this coaching thing. That's something I got to look into. So um, after that second season at Keenan, I moved away to Tennessee. And while I was away in Tennessee, I got my master's in special education, and I offered. And while I was there, I was I was coaching at a, at a prep school, at a, a prep school, and I also um, Blackman High School, some pretty good ranked school that's in Tennessee. And I also did uh, quarterbacks there as well. Um, so after three years doing that, I, I came back to Columbia, back on at uh, at W J Keenan where I um, first got on at, at running backs with uh, Sean Gilly in 2015. And uh, then uh, backs and jumped into like a pass game coordinator job. So that's where I was at until I just recently got named uh, head coach at Great Falls. Okay. And those are big steps, coach. And I just thought about something you said, man. You must have had a, a nice little career around here as a quarterback over at Ridgeview High School because you had a little nickname around the Columbia. They had a little nickname for you at, at that quarterback position. What did that nickname they used to call you? What's that name they called you on the field? I had a couple of I had a couple of on the field. I mean, but you know, it was it was it was right. a couple of go- <laughs> Which one? I which one did you talk about? I just remember we was out recently and uh, we was talking to some guys and they was like, "Yeah, man." Uh, Riz, you had this quarterback. They called him something. I can't remember what he said, but they was talking. He was talking about you. I said, "Boy, you must have been, must have been pretty nice back there." Because 
That was what 10, 12 years ago. It was, it was 2004 bench. when I graduated. And I still, I still sometimes get a get a get a shout here and there. So that that definitely uh strikes your ego a little bit, makes you feel good. Yeah, I was like, hey, hey, it made me turn my head a little bit. I said, he must have been pretty good. Yeah, they they used to call me. Hey, go ahead, go ahead. What they, what they used to call you? They used to call me Pop back then. So like that was okay, Pop. Yeah, that's that's what he said. Yeah, yeah. And they had this quarterback named Pop. Man, he was pretty good. So he was talking about you. He didn't even realize he was talking. He had Pop in the building. Yeah, that was it. So that's what they used to call me. So that's what uh, a lot of the coaches back then that coached me. When you think when you say Simons or Demarcus, they be like they got to think about it. But if you say Pop. They'll definitely be like, oh, okay, pop, okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's good, Coach. And like I said, I seem like you was a standout, you know, student athlete in the Columbia area. And now you have an opportunity to come back and coach and get your experience. And now you got your head job. So I think it all – it's like it's all going in the right direction for you. It, it, um, it's going in the right direction. It's just, but it, it wasn't a smooth ride, but I'm, I'm happy that, it, that it's here, though. I'm definitely happy it's here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, coach. But now being a new coach and with this uh, coronavirus pandemic, you know how has that affected your, you know, your plans and preparations for the upcoming season? Well, plans and preparation that's definitely taken a blow. It's, it's been it's been kind of rough, but I believe it's probably rough for everybody. Not just a, a new coach, but definitely for a new coach because I'm trying to implement a whole new system and kids to buy into things, and I can't get them to buy in if I can't talk to them or, or see them. You know what I mean? So I, I did meet a handful of them. I didn't meet the whole team yet, and I, I haven't been able to schedule a, a meeting to meet with them yet because I'm waiting for the high school to free up some of these restrictions so I can be able to do those things. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not gonna lie; it's definitely been it's definitely put a damper on some things. But I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get through it though. Oh yeah, and I see they just came out with um. Some guidelines here on on I think it was Thursday they sent out the some guidelines about you know starting and getting everybody going and I think we all going to be in phase one so again just something else as a new coach or any coach you're going to have to now prepare and change some way you do things until we can you know get through phase one and so you know hopefully this will give you an opportunity to at least get you know get some of the kids up and get to familiarize yourself with them and, you know, implement some of your stuff. Um, but uh, but as a new coach so far, like, what, is, what are some of the major differences that you have seen? Like, you know, it's different now from being an assistant coach. So what are some of the major changes that you already see that you're going to have to do uh, from a responsibility standpoint now as a head coach and not just assistant coach? Well, I, I, got, the, I got the call Tuesday – on a Tuesday, and the 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 AD wanted me in on a Wednesday, and that first day that I came into work, like it was like almost overwhelming. Like I had to meet the guy that's going to get us situated for for meals on Fridays. I had to do inventory on old uniforms and new helmets and reconditioned helmets and the. Uh, I had to look at the schedule and make sure everything was set with that. And we also wanted to reach out and confirm some some scrimmages that we had already on, on, on the calendar. So, like, that first day already, I did some things that I've never done as an assistant coach. So, I thought that was really – I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. So, I don't think it, it scared me, but I definitely – it definitely slowed me down or made me had a eureka moment. Like, wow, like, this is about to be – 
the real thing. So that, that was pretty cool for me. So in terms of that, Coach, now how is it, you know, staff-wise, have you been able to, you know, contact some guys that from the former staff that still interested? Have you been able to try to, you know, put a staff together yet? Because that's one of the, you know, that's one of the things you have to do as a head coach now. You know, you in charge of putting that staff together and putting that right, you know, getting that right fit for your program. Funny, funny you say that because that was Wednesday that I did that, right? That same Wednesday, I made schedules to meet with everybody that was on the past staff, and we met on Thursday. Like it was like crazy. It was like that that week was just like so much for me. So yeah, I did I did get in touch with everybody that was coaching on the staff, and to speak briefly on if we were if they were going to come back or what their vision on coming back, vision on the program, which direction they were going to go in. So yeah, I got a little I got I got a feel for that. So I mean that was. That was different for me, definitely, because I've never been really in an interviewing process, and that was kind of like mini interviews, and I, I thought that was pretty cool, and I, I enjoyed that a little bit. Okay. Now, also as a first-year coach, and I know you probably answered these questions when you went through the interview process before you got hired, but what are some of your expectations, and what are you know what are the goals for your program? Well, one of my early-on goals is definitely – making sure if my kids want to play at the next level or not, they're eligible at the next level. You know what I mean? Like, definitely you're a student first, and that's big to me because I know where I messed up when I was in high school. Like, I messed up some certain, like, little just little grades where I probably would have had better offers or, or more coaches reaching out to me if I would have had certain grades that I know. You know, you know where you messed up at. And I, so I, I want to be – the person in their life that's going to, you know, intercept those problems before they come. Like I wish somebody would have done for me. So I, I just want to make sure that they're eligible. If they see fit to want to play at the next level, wherever it be, NAIA, D3, D2, and even if they're good enough to play D1, that they can choose to do it on their own and not be forced to do something they don't want to do. Okay, so that academic component. It's one of the main things, one of your main goals to make sure you get that going in the right direction. Anything else that you that stands out right now that you see that's going to be very important for you, you know, an important goal for your program? Well, I know, like you said, academic is, is that's one of the main things, and that's one of that's what's going to get it all going, to be honest with you. But academic, anything else? academic is big, but Great Falls is a small, family-oriented town. So I also want to make sure that I'm a visible and approachable guy to everybody. Like, like, shoot, I've been, I've been the coach for what two and a half weeks, probably, and probably befriended probably a hundred people from Great Falls on social media. I, I don't know them, but it, it's just so welcoming, and I, that's how I want the program to be. I want it to be like very family oriented and welcoming for everybody that, so we can stay tight and everything can be good. Yeah, I think that, I think that's a good point to make. You know, in those small towns and those small communities, you know, bringing everybody together, you know, does help build that unity and and you know help the kids grow and, and be a part of your program. So I think that's you know that's very important for those small communities. But uh, but again, coach, I just want you know I want to end the podcast by asking you this question. But as a head coach, I know your goal is to build a championship program. So how do you plan on developing a program of excellence and also 
build a solid foundation for the future. I actually have a plan set in place. Matter of fact, they they I'm starting the seventh, eighth, and ninth grade team. That where they're gonna set it as the B team, and those are probably my most important hires. I want to make sure I'm there that that trust me, and I can trust them to follow in my vision as well as my principal's vision to get us over that hump where we can always have guys ready to plug in. So we're talking about the same verbiage. We're talking about the same plays and everything just sounds just like that. So it's like a, well, once one is down, somebody's ready to pop up. So I'm, I'm like the, the future is, is really big. Like I hope like, you know, you, you know, you got your seniors and you got your juniors right now, but I, I want my, I want my eighth and my ninth graders to be just as on point as those guys that's upper class. Oh yeah, that's good. You know, like you said, that's good. That's a good way to build that solid foundation. You know, getting those young kids involved early on, so they know you and they know the staff. So that that's a good way to start that tradition and, and start building a solid program. So, I mean, I think that's a great point to make, and you know, and, and a great uh, way to try to start building that program. But um, I, uh, okay, Coach, I want to thank you, Coach, and I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me and share your vision about your program. But uh, before you go, do you have any uh, last thoughts or comments or quotes that you would like to share with the listeners? I do. I do. All right. This is going to be, my, this is gonna be my, my saying for this year for my team. All right. It's going to be bomb first. That's on offense and defense. Make sure we hit them in the mouth first. So it's bomb first. All right. So when we break it down, it's going to be bomb first. So just remember that. You're going to hear it. It's going to be big. Bomb first. Now, that going to, hey, we're going to see it on a t shirt. We will. T shirt. Guarantee that. All right. All right. You know what? And that's, you say bomb, bomb first. first. So that might be what we're going to name this podcast. <laughs> Since you said that's what you're going to go off of, I think we're going to name it. And I think that's what we're going to title this. This podcast, Bombs <laughs> I First. Definitely. The K Coach, thank you so much for having me on, man. Remember, Bombs First. All right. Thank you for taking this opportunity to tune in and listen to New Hope Leadership Academy's podcast. Hope you enjoyed today's topic and discussion, and we'll be tuning in again soon. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at NHL Academy. That's NHL Academy. And always remember, the greatest pleasure in life is doing what people say you cannot do.